welcome to another edition of The Edric Show. I am your host, Edric Jerome. As always, we promise you intelligent conversation with interesting people, and today's guest fits that to a T. Uh, I am pleased to welcome Blanca Blanco. Blanca is a talented author, model, producer, award-winning actress. She's appeared in dozens of theatrical projects over the years, and she's just released her first book, Breaking the Mold. In the book, Blanca details her amazing journey from humble beginnings and her struggle overcoming obstacles of racism, poverty, and abuse. Ultimately, she's been able to make the transition to the successful person she is today. Blanca, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Ed. It's nice to be here. Hi, everyone. Hello. Thank you. Thank you again. Uh, Let's start out with, let's talk about the book. So first of all, what inspired you or motivated you to share such a deeply personal story with the world? Yes, um, it was during the lockdown that I just thought, you know, I, I would be looking around my environment and there there was so much poverty, an increase of poverty, homelessness, discrimination. And I thought, you know, this is like the perfect time for me to write my book because I think that we need more stories of hope and resilient. And I just thought that my experience would help because I shared tools and techniques that I, I was able to use in order to overcome those challenges. And so that what inspired me, it was just being at home to think about my life journey, my life lessons. And I thought, well, it's time, you know, now I have no, I can have been at the airport, you know, <laughs> sure, <laughs> I just stay sure. home and work on this, you know? Um, how did your family react to you sharing some of the traumatic experiences? I mean, obviously what they think is important, of course. So how, how did you navigate through that, that world with your family? Well, I know that with my mom, she was very supportive from the beginning. She knows that um, as a child, I would keep journals and I would tell her, you know, when I'm older, I'm going to make a book. And she would say, okay, we'll just keep writing, you know, keep, you know, put your thoughts and feelings. And, and so I did journaling and that's a very effective tool, by the way. And I was able to, get, you know, get all my feelings in on paper. But, you know, then I thought, you know, I want to be able to share this when I'm older. And so I, I know that I share a lot of deep stuff in Breaking the Mold. And I, you know, I'm sharing it from my own perspective, my own experience. I'm not sharing from the experience of my siblings. I don't share their names because mm. I'm protecting their privacy. And, and basically it is just like my personal, my own perspective. Sure. Um, you deal with some very large subjects in your book, uh, racism, poverty, abuse. Mm. Uh, you talk about some of the very uh, difficult circumstances and challenges you overcame uh, growing up. Um, most people try to forget that trauma that they've endured. So how are you able to, to deal with revisiting these memories and, and what gave you the courage and the strength uh, to, to face them again? Yes, I, I definitely understand. I know that, you know, growing up experiencing severe poverty, living in a car garage with no hot water, with thin walls, I would go to sleep with coats and gloves, you know, so I could like two or, you know, three coats and many pairs of gloves. And I could still feel, see my breath, the clouded breath from the cold temperature inside. Um, eventually we got a space heater, but, but I definitely feel that 
that experience, I gained a lot of skills from that because the personal growth, you know, you, the resilient, you become more resilient. You understand you, what you're capable of overcoming. So I was able to use the same, the same pattern in my life with, in other areas. Like I can, it, it is a skill. So, so basically I just, you know, feel that I, sharing with the world, my personal you know, experience not only the lessons, but also what worked for me. It's what I wanted for breaking the mold, you know, because I, I had the discrimination that I experienced that was really um, changed my life because grow, moving to the U.S. and even I was born here, but when I was a baby, then my parents moved to Mexico. And then we go back to Washington State and even teachers would discriminate and say terms that in breaking the mold I have, but I don't want to say it, you know, here sure, because it's, sure. too, it's like, how would you say that to a human? You know, it's like mm-hmm. very, and so I would have a lot of, you know, heartbreaks and sadness as a child because I would be treated like I was an alien. Mm-hmm. You know, they would even call you that, you know, because you're like, they assume you crossed illegally, you know? even though I was a citizen, you know, but you look different, you talk different, you have bushy eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I basically worked on every day on positive affirmations, be kinder to myself and, and know that, and, you know, take ownership and responsibility of who I am. Uh, I, you know, be proud of it. Like, and also like, who cares what people think of me? Like, it is my life. Like, their opinion is their opinion, but on a daily basis, everything that I do, it is, um, it is, it is my own actions and step, you know, steps. Mm-hmm. No one else's life is gonna dictate my happiness because they're not with me. You know, it is my own foundation. So I, I, I've worked on that to mm-hmm. be able to stay strong, to be able to handle the challenges. Um, you specifically write about your experiences uh, as an immigrant and you talk about, of course, some of the challenges and obstacles that immigrants face. Um, it seems like, unfortunately, we can't uh, in this current political environment have meaningful and thoughtful and intelligent conversations around the subject uh, to try to find some solutions to help people who really need it. So um, from your experience, you know, what are some of the things uh, that people should be aware of about immigrants and you know what? What are some of the things that that immigrants really need in order to to be successful and happy in this country? Yeah. So when we moved, you know, to the U.S., definitely we got labeled, you know, the immigrant family. And a lot of the image that the people have of immigrants is like they're they're not gonna, you know, they're just taking our jobs or they're, you know, just like, you know, taking advantage of the system. And definitely that's not true. From my experience, my parents worked in the fields. My mom babysat. They contributed to society. They paid taxes when they went to the grocery store. They were paying for gas. They were they were doing everything that a, a person does. We did have language and cultural barriers, but even though we did that, we still tried to integrate in society without losing our own identity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we would go to the grocery store, you know, and you learn about different, you know, the norm and or go just in the in the park. I know my mom, she 
you know, after she got, she raised all the, her kids, you know, she was like, that was a priority for her. Um, we were five, so it was like a full house. But for her, like, she babysat the whole time. But as she got older, as we got older, and she decided to go to college and learn English. And so she did. She got her um, citizenship. And I still have her school ID that she gave me. She passed away the last um, summer. Oh, but, you know, these, thank you. But, you know, my family, they, they work very hard to become productive members. I know my brother, he was a top runner in Washington State for running. My sisters and I, we were all, you know, helping in the community, community volunteering, doing fundraisers. We all were the example of what people want to see in in America. Mm-hmm. And so definitely putting people in boxes, it's basically you are um, not growing as a person because you're limiting. You're not being open. Well said. Um, let me shift gears now and talk to you about your career. So how did you get involved or get your start in modeling and acting? And, and when did you know that this could be an avenue for success for you? When I was living in the garage, I, I didn't have, we didn't have toys or, uh, but we could, I could do stories. So I would do scenes from a movie or we would do pretend we're like filming, you know, we didn't have a, a camera, but we just pretended we were, you know, recording it. Sure. <laughs> We were like in this fantasy world, you know, where I was creating characters and and it took me away from my, you know, from my life for a moment. And I was able to create different characters and that was fun. I just felt like it was like the spark, you know, and also I just felt like all the broken pieces that I had were will come together when I would perform. Mm -hmm. Like at the end of the performance, I just felt like it's so much happiness so I knew that I had that passion and then I would do plays at school or just, you know, short films when I was in college. And, and I always kept doing that. And I knew that the key to breaking the, the cycle of poverty is to get an education. So I was not going to go into L.A. to pursue acting full time if I was not going to have a strong foundation, because from my experience as a child, I knew that we had so many limitations, not many opportunities. And because, you know, the education would have been the, the solution, you know? And so I wanted to make sure I didn't repeat history. So <laughs> that's what I did. And I came to LA when I had my, my master's degree and I just feel I had a strong foundation. No matter what happens, no one can take that away from you. And you actually worked uh, as a, you were a psychologist, you're a trained psychologist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've worked at, in social work. I mean, you, you actually had, like you said, that foundation uh, where you were able to combine all of those skill sets together. And then now look at you, you're a celebrity and you're, you're doing great work in the, in the theater and on, on screen. And so um, are, are there days when you sit back and go, wow, you know, I never, I never thought I would get to this point coming from where you came from. Oh yeah, definitely. Because when I was a child, I would have like, like a dream, you know, like, like a vision that I I wanted to be like an actress in Hollywood. And I would just like, I wanted that so bad, but it's like, how am I going to get there? Like, you know, when you're living in a garage and you have dreams like that, 
even your teachers tell you, okay, let's pick realistic goals, you know? Mm. And so, so then you just, you know, you're wondering if it's just like an illusion, but I'm like, I feel it that I see it at the end, you know, like that's what I want. So I just basically prepared every day and I just, I'm the first one in my family to be in the entertainment industry. And my mom, when I finished my degree, she's like, oh, so are you moving back? <laughs> I'm like, no, mom, I'm moving to L.A. <laughs> and then, you know, because that's like usually very um, Latin, you know, like my parents are. Well, my mom, she just thought after I got my master's, I would be going back home. Yeah. No, that's my next step. You know, that's like um, so. So, yeah, I I came here and I with a dream. But a dream needs actions. So I took action, you know, like I didn't want to, even when I had visions as a child, like I want to do this, I want to do that. I knew that the, the best way in order to do that, I needed to take actions to, you know, move forward, take steps, even if they're small. It's better to do small steps so then you don't get discouraged if you fail. So then you take mini steps, like sub goals, and then it really helps because then you're breaking down. Like if you're having problems, you break down the problem into little parts and then you're able to, it's more achievable and it stays, um, then you learn the skills too. So, so yeah, it's definitely um, surreal when I started booking stuff and like, wow, this is happening. And I just feel very grateful. Like I, I, I try when I'm on set, I, I feel like, you know, it's like, you know, I feel very honored to be there because there's a lot of people that audition, you know, a lot of people that you know, competition is high. Sure. There's a lot of competition, a lot of, you know, we need more Latinas in leading roles. We need equal pay. There's a lot of things I need to work on, but also there's been improvement in the last 10 years. So I will not say that we're not moving towards the right direction because we are, but I just feel that we you know, it would be nice to see, you know, more ethnic uh, in leading roles. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, we have a couple minutes left. So now let me ask uh, this question. Um, you work in, in, in Hollywood and that's a very high pressure, overwhelming, probably at times all consuming type of industry. So what are some of the ways or some of the techniques that you use to decompress and, and what are some of the ways you get away from it so that it doesn't consume you all the time? Yes, definitely. It is very, um, it is very challenging for sure. But one of the things that I try to remember is that when I don't book something, it's not personal. It's the the direction that they want. You know, it is they already have an idea what who they want to cast. You know, so it's out of my control. What I have control is my preparation. You know. That's what I can control. So when I go after each audition, for example, what I would do, uh, you know, in the beginning, I would be, oh, God, I did this, I did that. And I was so, oh, I can't believe I did that. So, but with time, you start learning the, you know, the, your thoughts and patterns, you know, it's like, well, I'm going to just do this, do the pros and cons of every audition. But, you know, just know that it is going to be, I'm developing, I'm work in progress. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just like a new baby here, you know? So, so I try to remember I'm work in progress. I'm work in progress, you know, and just keep doing it. You know, uh, I would feel like, okay, I did this that I didn't like, but I will next time apply it. 
Yeah, so I would do that. So then, you know, with years of doing it, I just feel like I, I have less of that. Oh, I, 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 like now I do self-tapes or auditions. I don't even think about it afterwards. Yeah. Um, only something stands out like, oh, maybe I, I can apply this next time. I, still, I already have the skill of doing the pros and cons in my head without thinking, you know. Now it just becomes um, more active. I mean, it's just activated all the time. But it definitely I try to stay as positive as I can. Because the thing is that when you focus on the problems, it, it has a heavy weight and mm-hmm. it's, it's not healthy for you. But when you see it as a challenge, you know, well, you know, this is a challenge, you know, then you see it, you determine to to take the steps and, and you're in control. Excellent. Well, again, uh, Blanca, thank you so much. I know everybody wants to talk to you. So I, <laughs> I really appreciate you taking the time to, to come on the Edric show today. We'll put uh, all the information about where they can get the book. We'll put all of that in the description. We'll put links there. Uh, we'll put links to just about all the information we can find about, about uh, Blanca so that everybody can take a look and, and please go out and get the book. So uh, Blanca, continue success. Again, thank you for sharing your story with us. I really appreciate it. And, um, that's, and here's to a happy and prosperous 2022. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're, you're very Hi. welcome great day. You too. This has been the Edric Show. I'm your host, Edric Jerome. Please hit the subscribe button. You can uh, check us out on Instagram at Edric or at Edric Show. You can check us out on Facebook. Uh, Also, please, again, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. So you'll get the notifications when we post our intelligent conversations with interesting people. Thank you again. And we will catch you on the next episode.